And as usual, we are anxiously awaiting your home improvement type of questions for uh, Andy Lindis. And you can do that either by phone or by text, as usual. 651-461-9226 is the number for either a phone call or a text. Andy Lindis, good morning. Good morning, Denny. How are you doing today? I am doing quite well. Thank you for asking. And I'm thinking uh, it may be slippery in some spots around CCO land. But when you think of daytime temperatures, uh, mid-30s has got to be pretty good for any kind of construction work. I'm sure your uh, your crews are pretty grateful for this kind of break in the action, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll take it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's funny how at uh, different times of the year, 30 degrees can seem so cold, and then uh, all of a sudden it's a little bit of a heat wave, and we're, we're okay with that. But we get weather like this, we can complete most things outside, Denny. It's... Uh, it's okay. As long as uh, it doesn't get much colder and not a lot more snow, this uh, we can continue to work. So we're okay with this. Again, if you have uh, any any kind of a home improvement question, we welcome yours at uh, 651-461-9226. A couple of folks uh, already are asking, again, a lot of interest in this heat map analysis. And I know if you, uh, you as a homeowner want to check out or have Linda's check out your uh, your insulation, that's the way to do it, right? Absolutely. We're going to, and, and, and it's not just your insulation, Denny, we're going to check out all aspects of your house energy related. So you're going to know what's going on in your attic, what's going on in your basement, what's going on with all your windows and doors. I was at a house the other day that just weather stripping alone uh, on the garage doors is going to make a giant difference. It was a heated garage and I, I was in this garage and, you know, the, the garage doors are eight years old or so. And, but they've, they've, that, that weather stripping is worn on the bottom. I could feel the air coming through there. What made me go over to the garage door is I could see daylight. Anytime you can see daylight, you're, you're losing a lot of energy, especially in a heated space like that. And windows and doors, um, you know, if, you, if, if your windows and doors are drafty and don't have the white, right weather stripping, I've been to houses where when we're running the, 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 the fan and we're trying to see what's going on, the blower door of the house, it's like, it's like the equivalent of having a window open. So imagine that your windows are so drafty that if it was an ordinary house, it would be the equivalent of keeping that window open all, all winter. Imagine how much air that brings in. So, And not to mention uh, the moisture that can bring in. You're bringing cold air into a warm surface, so you've got frost, mold, a whole bunch of things that can happen. And you've kind of addressed it before, but I was just wondering, uh, in newer construction, it's uh, pretty good these days. and. However, have you found, let's say, homes that you uh, do a blower door test or the heat map analysis in the last five, six years or so, even in newer construction, have you found issues with uh, leakage? Yeah, you know, uh, I think the the, 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 the five, last five, six years, it's gotten better. Um, we find a lot of homes that need some energy things done to them that are built in the late 90s, early 2000s. Seems like uh, those homes just weren't insulated maybe the proper way and the materials have gotten better and we were building homes very very fastly so i just don't think uh things maybe were checked off the way they should have been and i think our inspectors are doing a much better job the last last decade than they were the previous decade again 651-461-9226 you can phone in your question or send a text like a lot of folks are doing uh texter is interested they say let me get this right here in uh, remodeling a bathroom do you, meaning Linda's, have designers that can help us get this done? Absolutely. 
Yep. What what have you have you seen any certain trends? I'm interested in that in in uh, bathroom redoing. Yeah, you know, it seems like we're taking a lot of single sinks and putting in double sinks, uh, walk-in showers, uh, tubs. You know, those old whirlpool tubs. We seem to be ripping a lot of those out in the bathrooms. Those whirlpool tubs sound like a great thing, and then they just never get used as much as people think. And when you get a some of these, these some of these showers that are. I don't know. It's more like the uh, a car wash. There's so many nozzles and sprays coming out coming out there, and people <laughs> people tend to like that a lot more. Steam showers, things like that. You've Andy, you've talked about you. You, you jarred my memory as far as uh, didn't you have some issue of getting a tub out of uh, out of a home at one time? Oh, for sure. We've had uh, numerous tubs that we've had to break in half, or the old cast iron ones that you can't get down a wall. You got to take out a window to try to get it outside. We've uh, we run into uh, plenty of that, plenty of those things, Denny. Oh, man, uh, I'm, let's see. I, I, again, I'm looking at another text. Uh, phone number is also the text number. Yes, six five one four six one nine two two six. Good morning. This says I am considering removing carpet from my living room and hallway and have some kind of wood flooring installed. What would you recommend? Laminate or something else? And does Linda's do this kind of work? are the questions. Yes, and I don't ever recommend laminate. I personally just don't like it. It's and does Linda's do this kind of work, are the questions. Yes, and I don't ever recommend laminate. I personally just don't like it. It's durable. It can be cheap. And But I just don't like the way it feels on your feet. I don't like how spongy it is. I'm a, I'm a tile or a hardwood person, and I tend to lean towards the bamboo products when it comes to the hardwood, but I'm a, I'm a little bit different than, than most people, Denny. Um, durability is the number one thing in the world to me. And if I'm doing a project, I want it to be the last time I ever have to deal with it. And that's why I chose bamboo floors for my house. They can be refinished. But mine are over a decade old, and I haven't had to refinish them yet. You still have a couple of big critters running around your house? Yeah. No, I got. Uh, we just got that Facebook memory uh, earlier this week. Uh, Samson, the uh, the Great Dane, 120 pound Great Dane that showed up at Linda's Construction seven years ago, I think it is now, and uh, he was three at the time. So he's still he's still kicking. Doesn't seem like he's getting any older. And uh, and I have two labs as well, and and they are inside dogs. And like I said, I haven't had to refinish that floor yet. Are people still? I mean, is that still doable? Getting bamboo is that readily available as far as flooring? Yes. All right. Good to know. All right. I'll tell you what. I'm getting a signal here. We need to take a break. Uh, again, inviting our listeners to join in on the Home Improvement Show. If you have any kind of a question, you can call it in or text it in. Certainly, we welcome yours at 651-461-9226. Uh, in the Twin Cities, the official temperature is now at 32 degrees. We expect highs with uh, another chance of drizzle, snow, freezing drizzle during the day today. You might even see some patchy fog, they are predicting. Otherwise, cloudy skies. Highs today near 34. We'll get up to near 34 tomorrow. However, partly sunny skies are predicted tomorrow near 35 Monday. We'll get you more details as we move through the weekend here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO.
Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, thanks to Linda's Construction. You want to get in touch with those good folks, uh, you can uh, check them out online if you like, lindasconstruction.com, or give them a call if you need them, 844-9-LINDUS, L-I-N-D-U-S, 844-9-LINDUS. And we will, of course, as usual, be taking your phone calls and text messages for uh, Andy Lindus this morning here on CCO. In fact, uh, Andy John, I think, is calling in this morning from Stillwater. John, thanks for hanging on. What is your question for Andy? Yes, my son just uh, purchased a 1990s uh, built home in the Oak Park Heights area, and he would like to insulate the basement. It's a cinder block wall um, and, and drywall it. And I'm wondering what this current step-by-step process would be. Would you put like a dry lock paint on the cinder block and then put rigid insulation, inch and a half or something like that? Uh, and then if you're going to build out the wall, you're going to need a you're going to need to do some type of vapor barrier before the insulation, I believe. Um, but if if he's doing this because he thinks the basement's cold, the exterior yep. of the home might be one. It might be a little bit cheaper if you're looking at like a groundbreaker. I, I found insulating the rim um, can be just as important as trying to insulate those walls. Now, if you're yeah, going the to rim, be, the rim joists are insulated. They are. How about yep. the uh, the exterior of the home doesn't have a groundbreaker? Uh no. So if, if the exterior is insulated of that's above grade, um, I don't know how much more warmth you're going to get from this, but if you're going to be building the walls out to put up to make it a living space, um, there's an opportunity to put some insulation in there. Um, but I found that this doesn't make as big a difference a lot of times for people as addressing the other things. But um, if you were to look online, there's a step-by-step process on how you're going to build that wall out and use a vapor barrier, depending on the foam that you're going to use. But, man, if you're putting that foam, you're going to shrink that wall, shrink the room an inch and a half all the way around. Yeah, that's not a problem. Okay, and that that inch and a half foam is only an R6. That's not a lot of insulation. That's what my house wrap is. Yeah. And that might be, a, 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 if you're looking at the, the groundbreaker and, and putting some on the exterior, that might be something to take a look at, too. Hmm. But, okay, well, a so I looked analysis. at some stuff online. I looked at some stuff online. It was kind of confusing as everybody had a different view of uh, vapor barriers and cinder block walls, what to do first. and. I think you're going down the right path with the paint. But okay, have you? Is there a sub pump in this house? Uh, there is, but it's totally dry. It is totally dry. Okay, that's that's. I would. That's step one is making sure that all of that is in working condition. Because the last thing you want to do is refinish the basement and then have to refinish the refinished basement because you get water issues. And right now, with it's all unfinished, that that sub pump is easy, easily done, and easily addressed. But so yeah, if it's all dry, I think I think you're going down the right path with the dry lock and then building it out. But I just don't think if you're if you're looking at warming the basement, I don't know how much that's going to make a big difference for you. Well, I think it's more of a finishing. He's more looking to have drywall up, so 
So the insulation is probably a minimal thing, but I think he wants to just have the drywall up for for a finished look. For a finished thing, yes. Okay, that's that's yep. That's that's a very doable thing. And again, putting that dry lock on 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 there, and then and working your way out from there. I think this is the right steps. Okay, thank you. All right, John. Good luck with that project. Uh, again, if you uh, want to call in your home improvement question or uh, send a text, either way. Our number to do one or the other, 651-461-9226. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction, again, answering those home improvement questions. Here is another one, Andy, via the text. Uh, listener has a combination metal framed windows. Uh, question is, if I change glass to plexiglass slash acrylic, will that stop the condensation on the windows? I cover them with plastic but still get condensation when it gets very cold. What would you recommend a solution, at least one solution? The, it's going to be lowering the, your humidity level in the home. I'd want to know. I want to know that. I switching to an acrylic or anything like that. I, I don't think it's going to make that big of a difference on on that window. I, I would need to have more information and know exactly what's going on into the home. I don't think that's going to get rid of the frost more so than what what, what is happening there right now. Chances are, I would be willing to bet that their humidity levels are are too high. If that's not the case, you might have to look at replacing a window or two. Yeah, metal framed windows—that's a quite a conductor of uh, of cold cold air, right? Correct. And and I'm I'm wondering if it was maybe a three season porch converted into like a four season porch type area. You know, you see those combination metal frame windows a lot in those those areas. Oh, yeah. um, where they weren't just they weren't designed uh, to be in a heated space. And have you ever seen a, any kind of a window change from glass to plexiglass or an acrylic? No, oh, no, idea. you're not going to like that. No, no. <laughs> that's that's not the problem on on those windows. So start with the humidity level and uh, go from there. I guess. Huh? And, and go from there. That's where I always start. Anytime you got frost in your house, check the humidity level. And the reason I say that is, you know, it's it's well over 7 out of 10 times when people have frost issues that the humidity is too high. So that's almost always one of the problems. Okay. All right. Hang on, Andy. We're going to take a break here and have a look at that uh, forecast, see what the, the weather folks promise here for the coming week. And if you have any kind of a home improvement question, now is your chance. Call it in or text it in, 651-461-9226. We'll get the weather straight ahead here on this Saturday morning. From News Talk 830, this is WCCO. Happy holidays from all of us here at 830 WCCO. Denny Long here with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction, answering your home improvement questions as we want to do every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour, welcoming your calls or text messages. We have both, Andy, as usual. Let's uh, get to it. I think Bill is first up here calling in from uh, Burnsville. Thank you for hanging on, Bill. What's your question for Andy? Yeah, hey, Andy. I have a, um early six, uh, early 60s house in Burnsville. With that, uh, we don't have forced air heat, and we need more insulation in the walls. And we're considering doing the foam fill. And our concern is sealing the house up too tight. We've got excellent uh, insulation, 
up in the attic. We've had uh, we actually had you guys out to do that a few years ago, and we're we're really concerned about um, making the house too tight without forced air to um, to um, to to, uh, uh, to air the air the house out, and that's really our our main concern with it. Um. You know that's uh, that's a that's a good concern to have. That that can definitely happen. Um, my experience with the foam in the walls is not a good one. There's when I do infrared imaging on those walls, I can find voids typically. Remember, there's insulation and other things in those walls, and they're just putting a, a pipe in there and trying to fill it up. And I just uh, it's just not. I don't think it's the right thing to do. I wouldn't do it on my own home. Now, if I don't know when the last time you addressed your siding. That's when I would look at insulating the exterior of the walls. We can add our house wrap, Insultex, an R6 to the exterior of your home with your 2 by 4 construction. Typically, that's going to get you to like an R19, an R21, depending on the type of insulation that's in your walls, maybe even more than that. Like Insultex is the first time where with the codes in Minnesota, or two by four walls are are a doable thing still as an exterior build if you're coupling with Insultex and spray foam. So it 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 there's some things to be done there. I think that I wouldn't I wouldn't spend money on foaming my walls. One, you don't lose as much energy in your walls as you think. It, okay. Doors, windows, attic, basement, those those four spots are typically our energy drainers or where we're having problems and the exterior walls is just just not the juice isn't worth the squeeze typically all right okay thank you yeah good luck with that thanks for the call uh let's move on to another caller dan is calling in from uh, eden prairie this morning i do believe dan is still there dan what is your question good morning andy and good morning denny morning Morning, and uh, I like that. The juice isn't worth the squeeze. Yeah, I like that too. <laughs> I remember that one? That's a good one. <laughs> I've seen roof trusses that, when the season changes, it lifts the sheetrock or the ceiling rises, and the, the separation between the walls and the ceiling sheetrock. What causes that? That's going to be more than likely uh, your your house moving. I, I wouldn't think it's your your trusses moving by themselves. Unless there's a lot of moisture in that attic, but chances, I would say ceiling, that yeah, it's, it's, your, your, it's your not footing, our house. Some footing is moving. Oh, you think so? I mean, it's only I've only seen it seasonally. I remember Barry, uh, Barry, the guy with all the kids. He yep. had an answer, and I don't remember what that was. What was? I forgot his name. Barry Strand. Strand. Friend Barry. Barry Strand. There we go. Yep. Okay. Well, hey, we stumped you, Andy. You know that we can finally squared we finally people in the country. So if there's anybody that has an answer, it's Barry. Um, you know that's that's the guy. I I, I took his class in order when I was 19 years old to pass uh, the builder's licensing exam, and uh, I've never looked back since. My dad uh, has always pointed me to him as this is the guy. If you have questions, he can figure it out. Plus. He's a, this is a guy that will dumpster dive and, and turn it into uh, one of the best remodels ever. That guy can use materials and turn them into some pretty awesome things. Yeah, talented guy for sure. Um, all right, Dan, thank you, Dan, for the, for the, uh, for the call, the question. Again, our, our phone number is also our text number, if that's easier, 651-461-9226. Uh, Brad's calling in this morning from Raymond. I think Brad is still on the line. Brad, what is your question for Andy? Yes. Hi, guys. 
Um, I was wondering how, how far down you could turn your thermostat or shut down your heat um, in a house without damaging, you know, uh, uh, say flooring or sheetrock or, you know, the joints. You know, not every house is the same. You know, sometimes depending on where your thermostat is, you you set it to 50, then all of a sudden some of the houses get to 40. So you're going to have to know that. And if you have any way to remotely monitor what's going on in your house and, and with the thermostats nowadays and how you can remotely set them as well, that might be an option for you. But for me and what we do when we leave our house, we set it at 50. Um, I just know that I, I'm going to be, it's going to be, one, you have your thermostat at 50, your, your furnace isn't running a lot. At least mine isn't. And it's a big difference from 50 to 65. And but but every house is going to be different, and I don't want to tell you a number and have that be where the, that's the one corner of the house where the outdoor spigot freezes, and now you get a burst pipe in your in in your house. If you're looking at setting your thermostat, and you're going to be away from your house for any length of time in the winter time, there's security systems and and sensors you can put in your house really cheaply, like a water sensor. Like if it comes in contact with water, say a burst pipe, you're going to get an alert. The uh, temperature drop, uh, the furnace goes out, wh- whatever the case may be. That's uh, again, we're talking about things that are under four hundred dollars altogether to set it up on yourself, and and it's a peace of mind that I enjoy when we're away from the house. All right. Very good. Six five one four six one nine two two six is our text number. It's also our phone number. A lot of good calls this morning. We appreciate hearing your your voices. Uh, talking with uh, Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Um, i tell you what, I was going to grab a text, and I'll do that in a moment. But Mike is calling in this morning, I believe, from Hudson with a question. Mike, what is your question for Andy? Um, I have a uh, pool barn that's heated and insulated, and my pedestrian door is like a polymer or plastic. When it gets really cold, like or so that the frame of that uh, frosts up enough so that sometimes I can't even get that door open. Just wondering if there's a way that, that, that it seems to be, it looks like it's a hollow frame. Wonder if I can drill that, insulate it, spray something in there, or what might be a solution? It, it wouldn't hurt. I'd have to take a look at the actual door itself, but if it's frosting up to a point, um, again, uh, how new is the pole barn? How, how old is it? Yep. Is it, uh, we've been here for six years. It's probably about uh, eight years old. Okay. Um, one thing I, I noticed with, with pole bar. itself frost up. It's the frame that frosts yep, up. Yep. The frame, the frame that frosts up. Only reason I, I asked how old it was when you build a pole barn that's so much concrete that first couple of years it's losing so much moisture. It tends to have more frost up issues in those first couple of years than any other time. But having said that, if you're, if it, we're talking about a pole barn, so I'm, I'm doubting humidity is a problem if it's if it's that old, eight years old. And it would be a better frame. Whether you can insulate that frame safely, I don't know. I'd have to take a look at it. But uh, if it is a hollow frame, I, I, I don't see any harm outside of it making harder to remove down the road um, if you were to drill a hole and use some spray foam. Now, don't just, when people go and buy spray foam, they get the cans of, you know, great stuff. That stuff expands so much. What I would look for in a can of spray foam, if you're going to be a do-it-yourselfer and do some things with, is a one-to-one expansion, like windows and door spray foam. There's, there's bottles specifically labeled to that. So imagine, you know, the exterior of a window when you're putting into the frame. 
the, the actual outside edge of that frame to the to the the framing is spray foamed and if that spray foam expands so much like a, like a can of great stuff does that window won't operate anymore so i just think it's an easier foam to use is the one-to-one expansion if you can find that well, that's that's a good qualification to know. I I didn't realize that uh, that was available because you're right. That other stuff, although it's good, it does expand. Holy yeah, mackerel. yeah. You're going to be cutting out some foam typically when when you're using yeah. some some of that other stuff. Yeah, a lot of cutting in my case. Uh, I yeah. <laughs> Mind you, the first time I used it. <laughs> Uh, good morning, good neighbors. This uh, texter says, uh, this is a listener that uh, heard, us ta- heard us talking about the home, or rather the heat analysis, and they just want to know if they could hire Lindis just to have that done uh, without yeah. any particular, yeah. You don't have to hire us. It's free, Denny. Well, how about that? <laughs> it's free. Just got to give but, us a call. We'll come out and give you the, the free heat map analysis. Now, we're going, if we find issues, we're going to give you a proposal on what we would do to fix it. And, and and sometimes that's three or four different prices. Sometimes it's just one. It all depends on on the type of project and the type of home. But but what's so what's good about it is you get this great information. You really know what's going on around your house. Uh, it it is. It's just it's a great process. Yeah, I tell you what. Let me give you the uh, number here for Lindus. It's an easy number to remember. Eight four four nine Lindus. L I N D U S. Eight four four nine Lindus. Yeah, call them on Monday. Say, I want to I wanna have that heat uh, map analysis. All right. Uh, I'm getting some attention here. We need to take a break. So let's do that. We have uh, more uh, show to come here. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, now is your chance. We'll pick up on some text messages when we come back. 651-461-9226. Chance of drizzle, snow, freezing drizzle today in the Twin Cities. Right now, 32 degrees on CCO. And welcome back to CCO's Home Improvement Show, presented every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to check them out online, lindusconstruction.com. But in the meantime, Andy Lindus is answering those questions either by phone or by text at 651-461-9226. Andy, callers, texters, we have a busy hour going on here. Uh, Texter wanted to know, and I think what they're referring to, because over the years you've talked about that insulation called Insultex, and they want to know more about that. What, what? Maybe you can back us up and uh, tell us uh, what it is and why you like it. It's a it's a house wrap. So what a house wrap is is the underlayment that goes on before siding, and Tyvek is the big one. Everyone everyone knows Green Guard's another one. Um, and we've used all those products throughout the years. Uh, but when we started using and we were in, introduced to Insultex, oh, eight, nine years ago now, it just, it made perfect sense. One, it's five millimeters thick and it's an R6 insulation. And we tested it like we do everything on our own homes first. And we loved it. And we started using it on every siding project. For, for about a couple of years there, it was every every single siding project, still every every single siding project, and it was going pretty good around the country. But then a couple of lawsuits happened against Insultex by the Federal Trade Commission. I got some news on this recently as well. And those those lawsuits, we've talked about this before, were dismissed with prejudice against the uh, the federal government. Zero, okay, this is the Federal Trade Commission brought this lawsuit with zero consumer complaints. But some of our competitors complained that our insulation, our insulation 
is way thinner than theirs, and they thought it was inflated our values. And, in fact, the government's uh, expert witness, I believe how it went, went up and said, there's only way you can do this is an evacuated cell. Then our three expert witnesses got up there and, and were able to prove how it is an evacuated cell, meaning no matter how far you compress this product, it'll still remain that R value. And that gives you an R6. So, like I said, it was an inch and a half of foam it would take before. Now it's five millimeters thick is, is what our Insultex is. And here's your taxpayer dollars at work, Denny. Mm. Uh, they just received the first $200,000 check from the government, Insultex did, to pay for the lawyer fees from the lawsuit. So the federal trade, the, the judge ruled that the, us taxpayers got to have to pay for Insultex lawyer's fees because it was a frivolous lawsuit brought with zero consumer complaints. And it's just, it's, it, I, it makes me happy because I know Joe is just a, he's all American guy. He brought the factory back from Indonesia into America, made in America. He's just a great, it's just a great story. And when they went after him, he never got scared. The guy put up all of his own money, remortgaged his house to, to, to fight this lawsuit. And then he won and I'm, I'm happy for him, but I also get angry that, that, that we waste a quarter million dollars that, that way. It just yeah. doesn't make any sense to me, but I'm glad it's all over. And, uh, we have a couple of new distributors and uh, a new international distributor. How about this made in America and shipped overseas then. Love to hear so, that. Instead of vice versa. Love yes, to hear that. Thanks for that info, uh, Andy. Thank you. Let's grab a phone call before we run out of time. I think Joyce is hanging on the line from Stillwater this morning. Thank you for waiting, Joyce. What is your question? Yes, I would like to know from Andy what kind of insulation. I have an older home, have two windows over my kitchen sink, and there's a terrible draft. I've tried to use towels and everything, but that's not working. So I'm wondering what kind of insulation or, and what he would suggest to help prevent the cold coming in by those two windows, and it's over my sink. And also, uh, he, he offers a radon test. Could he do that to my old house? Um, we'll, we'll, we'll conquer the radon test first. SafeBasements.com. Best people in in the Twin Cities area that does radon testing and radon mitigation. Just have to go to safebasements.com. Jesse Treble and those guys do as good as it gets. When it comes to your window, a couple things can be going on there. Uh, this can be a leak coming from your attic over a, a kitchen sink. It could be where the plumbing is, and then you're getting air leaks that way, and you're thinking it's coming out the window. Or it could be a bad window. Uh, this is the nice part about what we do. There, we we sell windows for uh, a living, Denny, and and we tell people all the time they don't have to replace their windows. We're gonna get in your house and we're gonna figure it out. You know how many times I go to people's houses and put insulation in two, three years after they had windows put in, and the windows weren't the problem. You're feeling that draft coming through and you think it's the window, but chances are it's air moving in your walls and you're feeling that air coming out of the trim. Um, it's 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 one of two things going on there would be my guess, but. If you have us come out for one of those free estimates, we'll be able to tell you exactly what's going on. Yeah, this this next text kind of goes along with what you're talking about. It says, I put new weather stripping on all my windows, but I'm still feeling drafts. Where else could the drafts be coming from, is the question. The attic. What yeah. people don't understand is, like, the most attics I get into, the insulation is discolored. What that tells me is air is moving in this house. The air isn't supposed to be going from your attic down your walls. 
Not not it's not not what you want. So your insulation in your attic is one is acting like a giant filter. And if you knew what was up in that insulation with rodent uh, problems or anything like that, you that would be enough to have me come out and take a look at it. But stack effect is a real thing. As it gets colder, the pressures in our homes change. So we actually start to suck that cold air down the walls, and then it comes out the outlets. It comes out our trim, and people replace windows and spend sometimes thousands of dollars trying to fix it, and it doesn't get fixed. This is why anytime we're looking at windows, doors, roofing, you know, and people get like, ah, why do you need to get in the attic? Trust me, you want us to look at it all. If, we, if we're going to be able to paint a picture exactly what's going on in the house and be able to tell you exactly what we're going to be able to fix when, when we're all said and done, we need to get in the attic, and sometimes we need to get in the basement too, even though you just called us out to take a look at your windows. Oh, no, that's so that's so true. So glad you guys did that uh, years ago. Um, speaking of uh, critters in the attic, here's a text, and I know we're almost out of time. Hi, I recently found out that I have a small colony of bats living in my attic. It's going to require remediation of the insulation. Can you give me some advice on the best practices for that? What do you think should happen or would happen there to make things right, Andy? I'm guessing that they're going to be removing that insulation and putting in new insulation. Depending on on how much, Denny, I've seen bat droppings completely cover, like you couldn't, can't see insulation. It's been it's gone that bad, that, so and that's a, a real thing. That's a hazard. You have to get a special team out. You're not supposed to breathe that thing. And now imagine that is what the air is traveling through to get in your home. Yeah. So when we run into stuff like that, chances are we're going to have to remove all of that insulation. And we have that, for lack of a better, it's a cube van shop vac. It's a 12 inch tube. We'll bring up in the attic and uh, it works just like a shop vac. We start shoving the insulation in there. And chances are, if you have bat problems or road problems, we'll be in the hazmat suits as well and get rid of all that old insulation, get down to the bare deck, and, and more than likely put some spray foam down and cellulose over the top. Oh, yeah. You'd be so glad that happens. Andy, we got to run. Uh, folks want to get in touch with you guys. Uh, again, let me give you that new phone number, 844-9-LINDAS, 844-9-LINDAS. Andy, have a great week, and uh, why don't you come on back here next week? We'll do it again. Sounds great. Thank you, Denny. Thank you, Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Yeah, give him a call, 844-9-LINDIS.